Welcome to Her Take, a podcast by three friends sharing their take on just about anything. I'm Jackie. I'm Jen. And I'm Kira. Thanks for joining us. Let's get into it. Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of Her Take. It's Jackie here. Hope that you're having a wonderful Tuesday or whenever you're listening to this. We are recording this on a Sunday morning. We're all feeling sort of a little lazy, a little tired, so we're going to keep this episode (laughs) relaxed. I've been up for over two hours and I'm still not fully awake, so we'll see how this all goes. Um, As always, we always like to have our check-ins, so with that, I am going to turn it over to Kira to let us know how our week has been. Yeah, I'm unwell. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, we, (laughs) I saw Jackie and Jen last night and we didn't even over drink, but I didn't bring my hydro flask because I didn't want to get drugged. (laughs) So I was very dehydrated. And now I just have a and really bad headache. So we had yeah. water at the table, but I don't think anyone drank from I it. I didn't know about there were no it cups. until the end. Yeah, I didn't. Yeah, until Andrew drank out of the pitcher. Yeah. Um, so anyway, <laughs> I am not yeah. leaving my bed for the time being, <laughs> and slowly rehydrating. Uh, I feel that. But other than that, I had a week. I had a good week. I had an okay week and a good week. I don't know. <laughs> You got your bangs trimmed. <laughs> I got my bangs trimmed. Yeah. They look That's fabulous. Exciting. Thanks, I agree. <laughs> I like saw Kira last night so excited about her hair. Yeah. Like, yes. Yeah. Although this angle right now that you guys are seeing is not equivalent <laughs> to how I looked last night, but it's fine. No, I'm at a bad angle too. It's all good. It's like the worst upshot ever it's not a good it's all good it's all good i have a jackie and kira on my phone propped up against my window and it is so bright (laughs) and i like can't open my eyes to look at you i'm like for the best (laughs) you don't need to see this we're just laying in bed jen is the only one that's sitting at a table i was like i'm actually not even gonna get out of bed for this yeah sorry her take this is very rare this is because that was like the most drank. social I have been all year. So yeah. it was a lot. It, it took a lot out of us. Yeah. It was a lot of fun, though. It was we, a lot I, of fun. Kira and I each had two drinks. So like we didn't even go That's crazy. That's what I mean. Like I, I, It wasn't like a wild thing. It was just a rare It was also occurrence. beer. Like it was two beers. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah I have I not that. laughed so hard all year. <laughs> oh, my God. Good My times, good people. Hurting. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I was like, I think yeah. I have heartburn Happy birthday, from I mean. laughing. Yeah, that's all. Oh, you love it. Well, I hope you feel better. Oh, there, there, cure goes uh, hydrating. This is now <laughs> the time that you want that you think those liquid IV things or you know people get like actual IVs mm-hmm. put in when they have a hangover. I feel times like this make you think it might actually be worth it, but I just yeah, want like I think it's like uh, six hundred dollars for an IV pack. Yeah. That seems unnecessary. It's not like coconut water, you know? Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Electrolytes, baby. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I hope you feel better. 
wishing you all the best. Sending our love. Yeah. So, uh, Jen, we just saw you last night as well. But uh, tell us how your week has been. Yeah, I think we're all collectively like struggling a little bit. Uh, I, I don't know if I would say I'm hungover. I'm just kind of tired. It feels yeah, like I, I feel like I need to go back to sleep or something. Um, but other than that, last night was really fun. We saw a bunch of our friends who we haven't seen in a long time. Um, had a little like get together, which was very nice and drinking outside. Beautiful times. It was cold. It was cold. I realized so you had to go inside to go to the bathroom. We went to a brewery. And once I came back outside, I was cold. I wasn't cold before that. But once you experience the heat and then go back out, it's rough. So Actually, mm-hmm. I was so cold when I got home, too, that I had to, like, really bundle up for bed. Because yeah. I like, couldn't yeah, bring yeah, my yeah. body temperature back up. <laughs> Maybe that's also why I felt unwell. <laughs> yeah, my teeth were chattering a little bit. So it is what it is. Um, Other than that, pretty good week. I got COVID tested this week because I was feeling like I knew it was allergies because it kind of felt like a little itchiness in my throat. And I felt it like in one of my eyes as well, which is weird. And I kept feeling like I I wasn't coughing, but I kept feeling like I had to go like, like clearing my throat earlier this week. Um, so I was super paranoid and I just decided to go get COVID tested and it came back negative. So that was good news. Uh, definitely something I would not like to experience again. Granted, it's, it could be so much worse, but it basically feels like they're putting a pipe cleaner up your nose. Mm -hmm. So it's just really uncomfortable, but yeah, that happened this week and it's super easy to go get COVID tested in our area. You can literally go to an urgent care and get the rapid test in about 30 minutes. Like getting the test and waiting for the results and everything takes about 30 minutes. So, Oh, um, it's I didn't realize it was that fast. Okay, I get what they mean now by rapid testing. Yeah, so they actually, they sent, they I got two tests. So they sent one to the lab and that takes three to five days for them to call back what the results Right. Um, but they do like a rapid test that takes like 15 minutes for you to get your results back. So mm. all in all, weird experience, but I definitely encourage people to go get tested uh, more frequently because I just realized how easy it is, even though it's a really uncomfortable experience. But it's better to be safe than sorry. And I'm sure that I'll get COVID tested again in the future before I have to go back to work or, you know, if we do things with our friends as well. So TBD, how that will all work out, but yeah, yeah, that was uh, other than seeing you guys last night, that was sort of the the highlight of my week. Uh, oh, the other thing I, I wanted to mention briefly was I'm trying to get in the spooky mood since it's like Halloween, and my dad and I watched The Shining for the first time, or it was my first time mm. seeing The Shining um, the other night, so it was really good. If you haven't seen, I would recommend. It's like kind of scares spooky me. Season. Yeah, I don't really I mean, like scary things (laughs) yeah (laughs) it was so good I like movies like that where it's like scary but it's also like like messes with your mind Mm. those are good (laughs) I don't (laughs) like it's not just some guy with a chainsaw trying to kill you like Mm, that one was like a psychological mind fuck (laughs) 
Mm. Yeah, I just don't like horror. So, yeah, I think. Other than that, that's uh, that's pretty much it. Pretty pretty chill week. Yeah, love it. Well, I'm also feeling very tired this morning, but I don't necessarily think it's from last night. Yesterday morning, because I had to do my virtual half marathon, I ended up running it yesterday, and I'm pretty tired. My joints are kind of achy. And I started at 8.15 or like 8.20 because I was like, it's going to take me two and a half hours to do this thing. Mm -hmm. And if I started, even if I started at 10 o'clock, I'm not going to be done until close to one. You know what I mean? So Mm -hmm. I was like, I'm just going to do this early. And it was good. I beat my time from like two years ago, but I'm, I was like, I hope so. I'm like 30 pounds lighter. So there's just less mm. body weight to carry around. Um, and I'm feeling like also less last time when I did the half, like it was painful to sit down <laughs> for like two days after. And I don't feel like that kind of pain anymore. So I think I've gotten better. Um, so yeah, I did that yesterday. Um, it was really fun to see you guys last night. Honestly, like, I haven't laughed like that in a while, so that was enjoyable. Um, but something that happened this week is some squirrels, I think, tried to eat my pumpkins that I have outside of my house. Oh, no. And I just didn't know that it was a thing. It's never happened to me before. And I'm like, what kind of squirrels? I feel like squirrels are really getting very bold these days. This is another thing very that I can complain about. All the time. Like, I feel like... They've been I, yeah, bold. I, I guess so. <laughs> I just haven't experienced it in this way. They tried to take a little munch out of each pumpkin. I th- I don't think that they enjoyed it because they just took one bite and they, they from like each pumpkin and then they didn't eat any more. Um, but I was like, what the hell? Like I was, <laughs> there were like little scraps of pumpkin because I think they were like clawing away at it before they took a bite. Mm. They were just like little pieces of pumpkin all around the pumpkin. And now I'm worried for my pumpkins. I said pumpkins a lot right now. Um, so that was bizarre. Um, and also, well, just cause Jen got me thinking about Halloween movies, like this, the, the only like Halloween themed things I can watch are like, it's the great pumpkin, Charlie Brown. <laughs> oh my God. The only <laughs> Halloween special. So that just shows how different we are. Cause Halloween I like to be scared. It's a good yeah, one. Halloween Town High, yeah. Even Hocus Pocus is like a little much for me. And my nieces really like Coraline, which is not a Halloween That's movie, creepy. but I feel like it's a scary it movie. It is a creepy one. And they really, really like it. And they're four and five years old. So I, I'm deeply disturbed. Like, I only watched it for completely with them. Like, I could not get through it on my own, but they wanted to watch it. So I just had to like sit there and watch it with them and I was so disturbed by the buttons over the eyes and I just can't so um that just shows how different I am from Jen because I don't like being scared at all I really yeah. don't yeah there's I that show that. on Netflix Bly Manor or whatever the haunting of like it just came out because oh, it was like the haunting yeah. of the house and now the second season yeah yeah yeah, yeah. and my cousin was like, oh, do you want to watch? Like, we should watch and talk about it. And I was like, I don't. Why would I watch this? This does not sound appealing to me. But I feel like everyone's talking about it. So now I feel kind of left out that I don't like it. I'm not going to watch yeah. it. And I don't know. I think this on Netflix now, like on the website, um, it'll like automatically start playing the previews for right. things when you go to the website. So sometimes the preview starts and I get so scared and I'm like, I have to scroll and like turn on my other show so that it won't play because I get scared. It's funny though, because like I do like dark things, but it's a certain kind of dark, mm-hmm. you know? Right. 
I know what you mean. Yeah. Like I said, I like when it's like a, a dark and twisty movie, mm, if that yeah. makes sense. Like when it's really like makes you think in a way that's like, how could that have happened? Yeah. So, yeah, I, I'm not I'm not a big fan of horror movies, but it is spooky season. So, yeah. Trying to be getting spooky. in the spirit of things. Yeah. Yeah. Back to I'm squirrels. Like, oh, sorry. Oh, yeah. No, no, no. Let's <laughs> let's move on to squirrels. No, I feel like I have like four stories from elementary school or something with squirrels coming inside the building and oh my god being in my classroom and following me around or something so they've been bold for so long you're like the squirrel queen what the hell i know it's so annoying (laughs) yeah there was one one definitely chased me it was like rabid oh my god another one was in my like second first or second grade class and we had to evacuate the classroom. Oh my gosh. <laughs> so that they could get rid of the, sw- the squirrel. How did it get in? Exactly. Bold little things. One wasn't even <laughs> in the room. I was just, it was in middle school in like algebra. And someone was like, oh my God, look. And I sat by, I was sitting right by the window and right next to me, <laughs> there's a squirrel looking at me through the window. That is oh terrifying. So yeah, the squirrels are just a whole other level. Crazy. I feel like in college, what would happen to me pretty often was there would be like a squirrel in the trash can. And then when you would walk by, the squirrel would like leap out, fling itself up (laughs) out of the trash can and scare me. Those were bad times. Yeah. I, I just like, we had to, we used to have a peach tree in my backyard and we had to cut it down because the squirrels just kept eating all of them. And they would just leave the peaches like tossed all over the place and we didn't have any fruit anymore. And they've been eating our tomatoes, which didn't happen a few years ago. But now we have like no, well, maybe we had no tomatoes this summer. I don't know. That's maybe. what I'm saying. I feel like something's happening. Did COVID like affect the squirrels? Like I haven't I thought s- about honestly, this ripple effect of COVID. Something with I mean, the restaurants closing... They're more mm. desperate for food. Right. And they're eating pumpkins, which yeah. don't taste good, I imagine. We actually kept that... our pumpkins inside so we could enjoy them. Yeah. Yeah. That's nice. Well, we we decided that we're not doing pumpkins because a lot of our neighbors have had the same situation with squirrels eating their pumpkins. But I've heard that putting garlic in your pumpkin or coating your pumpkin in vinegar helps. Oh, Oh, thank you for the tip, Jen. That's a good idea. I don't know how useful it will be, but that's uh, the word on the street, quite literally. Yeah, so far they've only taken one bite out of each pumpkin, so I just like, They're like oh, rotated I don't the like pumpkin, yeah. so the bite mark, yeah, wasn't visible. But if it keeps happening, I'm going to take action, so we'll update. Yes. <laughs> Keep us updated. The squirrel please. saga. Yeah, well, as usual, our feeling of conversations take, take a tangent. <laughs> Oh, Lordy. Yeah. Well, I think with that, we'll transition to our topic of the week. Keeping in the theme of just keeping this a low-key episode, Jen sent over, um, this is an older article from the New York Times, but Jen sent this over to us, and we thought it'd be really fun to do this. It's a New York Times article, and it's called The 36 Questions That Lead to Love. And I think the way it works is that you... I think you ask a stranger. I'm not sure who you ask. You ask. It's a stranger. So I think the premise is like it's two people who don't know each other and you go through these 36 questions and you fall in love. Wow. Yeah. So I don't know what happens if we're already in love. 
Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but yeah. This is us, like, putting our feelers out in the world to attract yeah. some boyfriends. <laughs> right, yeah. <laughs> See if we're compatible. Well, I don't think we're going to go through all 36 questions because this episode would be four hours long. It's a long. multi-series thing. <laughs> Yeah, mm-hmm. we'll do this over the series of a couple of weeks. We'll see when we do this next. But we wanted to, especially with, with three of us. I don't know how it would take us a while. Um, you should just surprise us with the questions so we can't, like, think ahead, you know? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Well, I do want to ask the very first question that's on the list. I'll pose this to you both first. And then the first question is, given the choice of anyone in the world, whom would you want as a dinner guest? I'll go Kira and then Jen. Wait, I, I, I'll give you I guys, guys we can cut out any time. Yeah. Oh, I think I have mine. Think, okay, then and we Jen can, go. Uh, Jen, you go. Okay, this is a really basic answer, but I feel like it would have to be Taylor Swift. Because, <laughs> think about it. I have been in love with this woman since I was 13. She is an amazing songwriter. I feel like she is such an intellectual. I would just want to pick her brain and and meet her. Or Harry. No, no, I, it would probably still be Taylor Swift. I just have, like, questions for Harry, but... I wonder I feel if it's like alive was, or dead. That's what I was thinking, too. I was like, can I... Do you pick a dead person? I'm gonna pick someone from the dead, probably. I feel like we should keep it alive. Ugh, okay. <laughs> All right, I'm gonna rethink Because it says, given answer. the choice of anyone in the world. Okay. Currently fine. present here. Fair. Wait, I'm really struggling to remember anybody who ever existed. Existed ever. <laughs> um... Who's even alive right now? I feel like I've asked, I've been asked this question before and like, because my cousins and I would do stuff like this and I feel like we'd pick like, okay, five people to have dinner with. And I feel like one of them, I have said Michelle Obama. I, but then I'm like, is that so basic? But I also am like, well, no, questions. You know who I would ask? I'm actually kind of excited about my answer. I would ask Phoebe Waller-Bridge, the creator of Fleabag, because I think she'd be so fascinating to talk to. That's a good point. Or like Graham Norton or someone like that. Like I would want like... I was going to say Shonda Rhimes could be interesting. Oh, oh my God. That'd be really good. Or uh, what's her name? Ava DuVernay. I feel like she has like quite a mind. Is that how you say her last name? Wait, who is she? She yeah, did, um... I, I know the name. When They See Us. She's a director. Oh, yes, yes, yes. I've heard the name. I just couldn't put a face to it. Okay. These are all really good choices. I feel yeah. like I could come up with a better one, though. So that's not thing I'm frustrated by. Yeah, I... I'm Trump. like, who do I really like? <laughs> oh, God, no. I would not waste it on Donald Trump. Um, yeah, no, I'd want it to be somebody I could have a good conversation with. Yeah, that with. I like... <laughs> That I would enjoy to like breathe the same air as. Um, no, I don't know. I mean, I I chose Taylor Swift, so I'm I'm sticking with it. Yeah, I or maybe like Sonia Sotomayor. Like I would want mm. someone that's like give me like a like a life lesson, or or oh maybe even um oh my god like Katie Couric or someone like that mm. that's had this like mm. prolific career in like the Diane news Sawyer. Just, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oprah, Oprah, yeah, yeah, would, be Oprah really would be good wild because she's had. Yeah, yeah. I'm trying to think of some. I'm like, are there any men I would ever want to talk to? I guess not. I mean, honestly, why would I waste it on a man? <laughs> <laughs> I'm good. I might. We're have all like leaving all these amazing women, and we're like, why would I waste it on? Um, no, okay. I would not no offense. No offense to men. Not that men like get a 
get the chance to like ever be offended about anything. Um, but I was like, okay, if I'm a young woman, why would I waste my dinner on like a powerful man that's not going to give me any useful advice? Probably right. Yeah. Besides like Graham Norton, but I feel like he's. I love like, Graham just Norton. That's fantastic. actually a really, so really good. That would be a very fun right? dinner. I think of all the people that he's met. And right. He's just universally mm-hmm. loved. Right. True. Oh, or maybe Maggie Smith or like Dame <gasps> Judy Dench or Dame Maggie Smith, right? Oh. Isn't that actually the better answer? Oh. I think maybe. Oh, I'm going to retake all, this I'm question. I'm only picking British people. I'm going to retake this question for sure. Okay. Because I need a yeah. week to think about this and go through options and really through pros and cons, <laughs> process of elimination, yeah. the best choice. So yeah, stay do tuned some opposition research next yeah. week because I think I'll have next a good week we'll answer. We'll get back to this. I think I'll have a good yeah. answer. Okay. Who's in love with me now after that question? Uh, yeah. <laughs> me. <laughs> okay. Now, I think I, I don't mean to go totally in order, but I think I also want to pose the second question to you guys. Mm. Would you like to be famous in what way? I wish I could sing. I wish I could but sing. But I can't too. sing. Oh, yeah. But like that would be the way in which I would prefer to be famous. Mm. I always wanted um, to be an I actress. It's hard because I feel like I've always wanted, like, I would love to be a singer or an actress. But then the reality of being famous, I don't think I would like. Like, sometimes I'm like, oh, my God, it's so annoying that they are always having people take their photo or follow them around and don't have privacy. Get, you know, everything they do is so nitpicked. Um, Mm -hmm. Right. So I am like, in actuality, it does suck. But then certain aspects of their career I would want. Yeah. I think it would be cool to, like, perform on a stage and, like, do the red carpet kind of stuff. Yeah. That would be the perks of being famous. But I agree. I, I think what what I see as being really difficult for people who are famous is that with the, the press and, like, the tabloids. Right. I feel bad for people that are dating because you can't even go on a date with somebody and, like, feel it out without the press being like, oh, Justin Bieber is dating – Haley Bieber, right, right, <laughs> whatever. Right. Um, so I, I do feel bad for people like that because I think in in a normal person's life, you have like the ability to kind of feel out if you like somebody without all that pressure. Right. So that's like really the one thing that I, I do feel bad for famous people about. Yeah, I agree. I also think now that we're a little older, I'm like, wow, I can't believe we ever let young people be famous. Like, anyone who's a teenager who's famous, I'm like, when we were younger and you would look up to them, you're like, oh, they're so cool. Like, I wish I could be like that. But now that we're older, I'm like, that was horrible. I feel so bad for them. Like, no wonder Justin Bieber went a little crazy for a period. Yeah. Like, he was like- I mean, they all do. 15, yeah. Being followed around by only adults. Like, you're not even around people your age telling you you're amazing. Like, I would have a mental breakdown. Yeah. I feel bad for them. Yeah, definitely like with child stars, I also feel like they're introduced to things so much sooner, like drugs and and whatnot. And like they have access to all that as well. Whereas like a normal person probably does not have access to cocaine at 15. So what about you, Jackie? I would probably say hard no on what I like to be famous. 
However, if I had to be famous, I guess I would like to be like a Food Network star famous. Yeah. Like I want to be Ina Garden. Like that's only the level of fame. Like I'm famous for making my roasted chicken, not really for, not that I'm like, oh, I need to be well liked, but like everyone likes Ina Garden because like, you know, she doesn't get like too deep into things. Right. And so like, I wouldn't want like all of this, a neutral, like so much of my personal yeah. life yeah. to be... Yeah, she's just sort of, like, a neutral in that, like, she's just going to show you some recipes, yeah. but, like... And everyone like, loves her. And it's, yeah, she's, yeah, like, yeah. But, like, this crazy celebrity fame where you have, like, like yeah. fans that, that name themselves and things like that, I think it's too much. Yeah, that's, like, the ideal level of fame. Where yeah. everybody knows who you are, but you're probably not followed. And it's probably because, yeah, like, it exactly. comes later in life, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right, like, Ina Garden was, worked in the White House, <laughs> And had, like, a whole career. Are you sure you don't want her to be your dinner guest? I would like her to make the dinner. Uh, Oh, wait. Wait. Oh, my God. Kira, you just totally... I blew your mind. You just rocked my world right now. Yeah. Oh, my God. I guess it would be Ina Garden. Oh, shit. But I really want to have Phoebe Waller-Bridge as my dinner guest. Maybe Ina Garden makes the dinner and then for you and Phoebe. Can I do that? Sure. (laughs) Yeah. I'm going to do that. That's going to be my answer. That's a a good point, Kira. Um... If you could wake up tomorrow having gained any one quality or ability, what would it be? Whoa. Singing. Singing. Yeah, Jen kind of already, oh, Jen did kind of already answer this The problem this one, is but. I already think I'm great at singing. <laughs> like, I'm so bad at singing and I love singing so much. Like, I just wish I was good at I it. I agree. Because right. I would do it so much more often if I was actually yeah. good at it. I feel very similar. I wish I could sing. But let me think of something. Let me try to think of something different to give variety in our answers. I think I have kind of two answers. I'm not sure which one I prefer more. I wish I could ice skate, which is like weirdly specific, but I feel That's like I wish one. I could ice skate because I just think it's a really beautiful sport. Not that I want to be a figure skater. I mean, kind of, but I'm just so ungraceful on on ice mm. and I'm just so bad and at it land. that I wish I had that ability. <laughs> yeah. And on land as well. Read Jackie falling and scraping her knee like all the times. Time. <laughs> my my most recent scrape is just starting to heal, and I think I would also want to be be able to play the piano. Ooh, like, mm, just, that's a good one, right? Me too. Yeah, I also yeah. want to. I'm know not how sure. To play I think I probably want the piano more than ice skating. Yeah, that's okay. a good one. I've actually decided that I used to think it was such a pretentious thing because I have like cousins who took piano lessons and friends who took piano lessons growing up. And at one point, I was like, that's so pretentious, like making your kids take piano lessons. But now I've decided that when I have kids, they're going to take piano lessons. I yeah. want them to know how to play piano. I just feel like that's a great skill. Mm. I I feel like now I have a few, but recently I really wish I was bilingual. So I wish mm. I woke up and like knew Spanish really well or yeah. something else. I'm, I'm like trying to learn Korean now, but... I don't. I don't need to be fluent in Korean. So if I wake up tomorrow fluent in Wait, Spanish, why is this just because of black is it bank, because or of is it like? I just feel like I was watching so much of them, and then I started watching some. Well, I was watching Terrace House, which is in Japanese, with my roommate. So then we were like trying to like pick up words besides like arigato, mm-hmm. and I don't know. Then we were just trying to write down like words in Japanese and Korean. Got it. Got it. But yeah, I just feel like. I wish, like, we knew more other languages in general in America. Like, you go to other right. countries and they always know English. And I'm like, well, I really want to go to Japan or I want to go to Seoul one day. Um, I should know some of their language. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I Yeah. I feel that. It also, 
brings up the question of why do we have different languages? Like, it would just be really great if everyone spoke the same language. But at the same time, it's like different languages are so beautiful. I mean, English is not a pretty language whatsoever. Right. That's why I think it's so interesting to learn these other languages. Yeah, Yeah. I think it would also then just be like an erasure of like culture if we're just all like have the same language one language yeah Mm -hmm. Yeah. but i feel like english is kind of like that sometimes though where it's like literally everyone is like speaks english yeah yeah sorry guys like that's so annoying of us yeah convenient for us but right yeah it makes you kind of feel guilty yeah sugoi that's wow in japanese (laughs) little lessons from kiki murphs yeah um okay yeah i think we all answered this question right um so Mm -hmm. i do want to ask for what in your life do you feel most grateful i'm trying to get a little more deep than just sort of the so we can really fall yeah with our hearts yeah yeah i would say i mean this is kind of a basic answer but i'm like very grateful for my family not yeah. just like my immediate family, but I, and Kira and Jackie know this, and I feel like I've probably talked about this on the pod before, but I have cousins who are like not my real cousins, but they're like very close family friends, and they're like around the same age as me, and I just feel like we're so close, and they feel like sisters to me, and I just know that they'll always be in my life, and it feels very comforting to know that I will have people who will always be there no matter what, so... I'm very grateful for them because I don't think a lot of people have those types of relationships with their cousins. Mm -hmm. So I I feel very grateful for them. They always, every time I'm with them, I feel like the happiest I've ever felt. They just bring so much joy to my life. That's that's sweet. sweet. That was a good answer. I mean, I feel like same family because especially, I feel like I keep saying as you get older, (laughs) Yeah. But I feel like as you get older and you kind of realize, like, not everybody has parents like mine yeah. or, like, a close relationship with their parents and their family, their siblings. Um, that makes me grateful. And also that everybody's in good health. I feel like I'm always yes. happy about that. I'm always mm-hmm. happy about that, but especially during COVID, you're, like, very lucky everyone is all good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I think I'm going to piggyback on your answers and say also family and health. But I think sort of what Jen was saying, I mean, I think what both of you were saying was, I feel like I'm very close to my family and not everyone has that Mm -hmm. like close relationship with their siblings. And like, I see my nieces all the time and like, not everyone gets to have that. And I feel like we're all just so close and we hang out all the time. And that's, I, people just don't don't have that. And I I don't think you necessarily realize that until you get older, because I think, I mean, obviously, like, not for the most part, but like, or you can't say this across the board, but I think like, in general, like, at least like what you see as like, when you're a child, you see like people have like their family units. And I think especially like living in the suburbs, it's like, okay, you see like all of these families, but like, Mm -hmm. It's just so you never know like what's going on behind closed doors for people. Yeah. And I think just like having that like stable home environment is so important. Um, yeah, for sure. And I think I would also add like being born in America is probably like the like the single like best thing that you could probably have mm-hmm. like as a person, which is like unfortunate that like where you're born like dictates or yeah, dictates like what your life outcome is. But like, if you're born somewhere else, 
it's just, your life is just can be totally different. Yeah. And not that like America is like the only place where you can have like, but do you get what I mean? Yeah, like yeah. as someone yeah. who like is the child of immigrants, like b- not being born in El Salvador, like mm-hmm. my life trajectory would have been totally different. Yeah. yeah. Totally. Yeah. That's a good one. That's beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you bring up, you know, you brought up a good point about what happens behind closed doors. I feel like as you get older, or at least for me, as I got older, like you start to talk about these things with your friends. And like, I have a friend, her parents like got divorced a couple years ago and everything is so messy with her family. Like her mom has like a fiance, the dad has a new wife. And it's like, she has very dysfunctional relationships with her parents. And it makes me sad because it feels like your family should be your safe haven and not everybody mm-hmm. has that. So I think we're all very fortunate that yeah. the three of us have like that safe haven and like safe family unit that is functional as far as I know. So yeah. Well, um, Deep. I think I know. Yeah. I don't know how to like go. Well, this question is also, it's like, I think this question is kind of deep. Um, if a crystal ball could tell you the truth about your future, your life, the f- about, oh, wow, I just like read this question like wrong. If a crystal ball could tell you the truth about yourself, your life, the future, or anything else, what would you want to know? If anything, I don't. Whoa. I feel like I don't want to know. I would have to agree. I'm like strongly, I don't want to know anything. I'm like weirdly like superstitious about, I'm not superstitious, but I'm like, oh, I don't want to know. Like, I feel mm-hmm. like there's something like tempting fate or not that it's yeah. tempting fate, but I don't want to know anything. Yeah. I was going to say, I'm actually like into psychics and stuff, like same cousins that I was just talking about. Uh, we've seen psychics before and I was actually supposed really? to go. Yeah, I was supposed to go in March. And felt like I really needed to go in March. Like, I was like, I just need some clarity in my life. I don't know what my, like, my trajectory right now. Like, what's going to happen? Um, and it was right before COVID. And so the psychic ended up, like, having, like, his dog got bitten or something. Something weird like that. And then we never rescheduled because of COVID. So I'm still due for a psychic appointment. And But anyway, the one thing I really would like to know is not necessarily like who I'm going to marry or end up with, but just reassurance that I won't be forever alone. <laughs> yeah, That's I get fair. that. That would be nice to know. I saw something recently that was like, if you knew when or like, what was the exact question? Basically, it's like, would you rather know when you're going to die or the reason you die? I think reason. that is on this list. And I don't actually really? want to even answer that question because like, I don't like, I don't like, I I don't, that's, that's on the similar chain of, as this is like, I don't, I don't want to know because I I wouldn't want to know how or why, because I won't, it's going to haunt me. The question is, if you knew that in one year you would die suddenly, would you change anything about the way you are now living? Oh God, I don't even, but see, I I wouldn't want to know. So I think I would just. But I can't change anything about the way I'm living because COVID. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's it's tough because I would want to like travel and right and whatnot. I think about that sometimes though. I'm like, if I were to suddenly die, I'd be disappointed that I spend all my time working. Yeah, you know. Yeah, I get that. So then you're like, live every day like it's your last. Quit and just go do something fun, but then you can't because the reality is you need money and you have to work to make money. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I do think about that sometimes when I'm really fed up at work. I'm like, if I die tomorrow, <laughs> this is gonna suck. <laughs> She did nothing. 
Well, I guess this is sort of on a similar thread. I want to ask, I think there is sort of like, these questions are are separate, but I think they're related. There is one question that is, what is the greatest accomplishment of your life? And then what is your most treasured memory? I think they could be a little interchangeable because I feel like, I don't know if I have an answer for either of them, if I'm honest. Yeah. Um... But I guess I'm just curious if you guys can think of anything. I feel like treasured memory might be easier than greatest accomplishment. Yeah. I'm going to say for my greatest accomplishment, it's probably doing my master's because I I had to get above a certain GPA to get the scholarship to do my master's. So I I felt proud of myself for that. But even that doesn't really feel like that much of an accomplishment. Um, I think it does. But yeah, that's it definitely what I would say. is. I think we we live in a distorted world where everyone you know graduates college and goes on to yeah. do a second degree, and that's not because I remember graduating college and I was like, it's not that big a deal. It's just college, right? Yeah. And my mom was like, it's kind of a big deal. Like a lot of, a lot of people don't graduate college or you know take different paths and stuff. So like it is a big deal. Mm-hmm. But I think. Basically, moral of the story is we just live in kind of a weird bubble of, you know, smart, well-off yeah. people who are able to go to school and do this. Right. So it doesn't feel like a big deal, but it is. Yeah. 100%. 100%. Yeah, I think probably my education is like my biggest accomplishment. I, Yeah, I, I think so. I'm not sure. Maybe if I, if I, well, obviously, like, we don't have kids, but I feel like people that have kids are like, my children are my greatest accomplishment or whatever, but can't say that my nieces are my greatest accomplishment even though it's zero <laughs> role in that um you're just fun aunt jackie yeah i'm just yeah the fun aunt cool aunt i'm still trying to be the cool aunt sometimes i'm not the cool aunt you gotta uh, start like introducing them to bad things like i feel like that makes no, you cool aunt. Uh, no but that's no. not jackie that's at not all me. i know no. someone has to introduce jackie to i'm that disappointed cool that there's aunt. covid right now because i was gonna take them to the american girl store like for christmas oh, right so cute. wait what about us take us yeah can we go those dolls are expensive so you guys can come but i'm not this is like by your own this is not gonna own. be funded by the jackie trust byo so, american girl yeah so, um, my greatest accomplishment is my humor. <laughs> Good one. <laughs> so funny. So funny. I don't know about my most treasured memory, though. I don't know either. Um, I don't, I don't know. I would say one of my favorite moments is the birthday party that Kira threw me at her house Aww, that, with the cute. Harry Styles cake. That was, like, that's probably the cute. nicest thing anyone has ever done for me. Oh, that's cute. That's sweet. So I always, like, look back on that, and oh, I was like, that was such a good time. That's my greatest accomplishment. Yeah. Ben? Making people laugh. Making people smile. Hmm. My most treasured memory. I don't know. I feel like there's probably others that I can't think of. Yeah. Let me just think through, like, my Rolodex in my, in oh. my head of many movies. <laughs> You know what is funny? And I, I kind of had to have this told to me, but when I was little and I went to El Salvador for the first time, I was five. Um, like everyone there, like where where we live, they all have like 
lots of like everyone's like just involved in a lot of like agriculture and like everyone has like all of like these fields and they grow like a bunch of stuff and I went with my uncle to like go plant like corn or something like I don't remember what like I think that's like kind of fun like I had like Mm -hmm. zero I was probably like it was like more of a burden to take me along but it was like kind of fun I don't know Mm -hmm. things like that that I feel like are like unique like childhood experiences that like I'll probably never do again I don't know something like that but I don't know if I have a I don't know I don't know if I have a good memory it's hard yeah it's definitely hard to pick a most treasured memory but I do feel like some of our family vacations when we were younger, again, now that I'm older, yeah, I can look back and be like, oh, it's so nice that we did that yeah. as yeah. a family. Like, Because not everyone gets to spend that time together. And I feel like those memories like stand out, especially like those like breakfast as a family, I don't know, while you're, when we were in Vermont or something, mm-hmm. felt exciting when you're really young. Yeah. Little things like having hot chocolate at breakfast. When I was little, right. I was like on vacation. It was like a treasured memory. Mm-hmm. That's sweet, though. I like that. Mm, I also want to ask. Oh, there's so many good questions. I'm just not sure. Uh, this might be a good one. This might be fun for us to answer. What do you value most in a friendship? Hmm, that's like so tough because I don't really know. <laughs> I think I don't know what the right word is. I think, like, care or concern, I think, would be, like, Mm. what I value most. Mm -hmm. Like, even when you haven't talked to someone in a while, but then something happens and they call you. Yeah. Because, like, they're concerned for you or they want to make sure that you're okay. I think having that, I think you don't realize, like, oh, like, that made me feel really good that you, like, remembered and that you bothered. Mm, You know? That's nice. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I was going to say support. Mm. I think was the first thing that yeah. came. It's similar. Yeah. yeah. It's like people who cheer you on. Yeah. Rather than like compete with you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I would I would agree. I I don't know. I I'm trying to figure out a way to like articulate this, but I value friendships where I feel very comfortable opening up to them about like things going on mm-hmm. in my life or things that I'm feeling. And I feel like the people I'm closest with, I just have such a, like, we have such a relationship where I never feel judged and I feel completely comfortable having those types of conversations. I don't know what the word would be for something like that. It's kind of like trust. Mm. But. it's a good word. Yeah. yeah. It's like that, that level support, of, like, comfort trust. that you have with somebody where you feel like you can open up to them about things you're going through mm-hmm. yeah because they're all good answers yeah anyone in love with us yet <laughs> let us know who loves me let us know oh. at her take podcast on instagram at her take pod on twitter are you in love with one of us or all of us we hope so <laughs> i don't see why not um was it me <laughs> <laughs> when did you last sing to yourself to someone else Sing? Oh, sing. I know. Yesterday. <laughs> last Literally night, yesterday. yeah. <laughs> last night. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, last night our friend Chris drove me and our other two friends in the car and he had a killer playlist. It was just throwback music. So 
I and the other people in the car were just singing very loudly. Also, at one point, you and I turned to each other and sang together. Yeah. Oh, yeah, we did that, what too. What was that song called? I think we were singing Maggie Rogers. Yeah, we were like, oh, oh my God, Maggie, Maggie Rogers. Love you for a long time. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. So, literally last night. Also, I sing to my dad. Oh, no, no. Sorry. My... So my mom has started taking piano lessons in quarantine, and my dad has been taking guitar lessons for a few years. So he's like, we're going to start a family band. Yay! What, what do you want to be on? And I'm like, I'm vocals, obviously. <laughs> Murphy fan band. And he's like, no, 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 no. <laughs> you have to be something else. Oh, my God. I'm like, there's nothing else I can do. I'm vocals. You can be the tambourine so now I keep person to sing and then for do him. vocals, and you can sort of do vocals like... Vocals with the tambourine. Shh. You can do, like, throaty, like, rhythmic vocals. Let it be. I'm here for it. I keep, like, purposely singing to him all the time and, like, really bad to kind of, like, rub it in. What about the drums? Who's on the drums? Aiden? Oh, Aiden. I already I already volunteered him for drums. <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. Yeah. My dad's like, you can play he the looks trumpet like a drummer. so you can't sing. <laughs> I love that. The Murphy Fam Band. But, yeah, now I'm always singing around the house to kind of be, like... Here's your star. <laughs> yeah. Kind of like a follow-up question. If you're in the car by, by yourself, why can't I speak today? Retake. Follow-up question. If you're in the car by yourself, do you sing? Hundo. Yeah. Okay. I am the Beyonce of motor vehicles. Me too. <laughs> Wait, what about you, Jackie? Oh, I sing all the time. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. I feel like... Low key, if you don't sing to yourself, if you're alone in the car, you're, a you're probably a sociopath. Yeah, yeah right. <laughs> and you're not welcome to what listen are you to this podcast yeah. The entire Hamilton uh, album, like, what are you doing with your life? And True. why do you hate yourself? Sure. True. For sure. Yeah. When you, like, scan the radio for a song that you can sing yes. <laughs> along to. <laughs> I love that. I've done that. Yeah. Good follow-up question. Yeah. Mm, yeah, I just wanted to, we were getting a little deep and sometimes I get um, a little nervous that my deep answers are not going to be that good. So I want to keep things a little light. Um, there's like lots of things about terrible memories here. And I don't know if I want to like unpack that here. No, so, thanks. Yeah. <laughs> we like to keep those repressed. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Interesting. They have a lot of repetitive Ooh. questions. Yeah, that's like what, what we just answered the what do you value most in friendship? But then there's what does friendship mean to you? Right. We can link this article in the description. If anyone I, this is like a popular thing that has been around yeah. for a few years. But if anyone wants to access the the questions next time we do this, we should like find a stranger to do. Yeah, that'd be funny. I'm going to start doing this works. on my hinge deeds. There's a lot I of questions about on. like, <laughs> If you were to die right now, and I don't like answering those questions, <laughs> and I'm just like, I don't know that I want to. Again, I have this like weird thing about like thinking about death, um, and it yeah, makes me what feel is, nervous. That's a really dark question. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm die like, this evening with no opportunity to communicate with anyone. Like, what the hell? What would you most regret? Not being, I guess the whole point is like, I guess you'll fall. In tell love people or you love them while you have the time, yeah. but like, why do I have to die tonight? Yeah. All, in all of yeah. these scenarios, my death is imminent. Like, yeah, there's yeah. a lot of death in here. No thanks. Um, okay, share with let's you. Let's do one more. Yeah. Okay. So let's Pick let's your last one. Let's let's let's. All right. Ooh. Okay. I'll just go with this one. Maybe this is not the best question to end with, but share with your partner an embarrassing moment in your life. Oh my god, that's literally every day of my life. Too hard. Yeah. yeah. Okay, the one that always comes to mind, and we probably have spoken about it before. 
but I'm so embarrassed, is when we really went all out with our One Direction t-shirts for oh the One God. Direction concert. Okay, but everybody yeah. did that. Yeah. I, I feel I'm like really I'm not sure. Did so everyone make did matching make shorts? Sophie shorts. Like <laughs> matching shorts but with like, writing on the butt. That, you know? Oh my God. I don't know, Jen. That was pretty awful. Sign of the times. Legit. Yeah. Wow. I'm most embarrassed by that. I used to have Dr. Seuss shirts that I thought were so cool. Like, they were like, I don't even remember what, like, which like poem was on it it was like green eggs and ham or like something like that oh my god that's funny that you thought that was cool oh my god i know that's what i'm saying green it's so embarrassing i mean um I, like 95 percent of my life is embarrassing i mean <laughs> it's really hard to just pick one i would say I, I talked about this on the pod my skirt ripped at work on the way out mm, as i was leaving that's pretty but embarrassing. that was really bad and i had just started I don't know who saw, but I would never want to know who uh, saw. I've 100% took like a full nosedive, like on Fifth Avenue, like at rush hour, because I like tripped over something and I like ripped my pants. Not mm-hmm. like at an embarrassing spot, it was just at the knee, but I like fell and it was like a whole thing and like all of my stuff was all over the place. And all these people were like, are you okay? And I was like, I'm fine. Like, don't look at me. Like, let's pretend this never happened. Yeah. Oh my God, that's awful. Like, it was 8.45, like, on a, on a weekday morning, like, everyone's going to work, and I just fall, and I'm like, oh my god, like, kill oh, me now, honestly. I just, I don't even, there's so many things I can think of. I, I can't even talk about, like, half of these things on the podcast. It's, like, not appropriate. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Not safe for work. Yeah. Not safe Wait, for podcasts. NSFW, yeah. Yikes. Well, I think that was a great note to end on. <laughs> All the stuff that we're embarrassed about. Um, this was fun, though. I enjoyed this. Yeah, it was yeah. nice. I can't wait to continue doing this again. Um, maybe we'll get more deep next time, but I'm just not prepared to answer questions about my death. So I don't really want to talk about that on this podcast yeah, either. either. Yeah. We're keeping it light. Yeah. Because then, like... Never, you know what? I'm not even gonna say what I was gonna say. I feel like then there's just like recorded evidence of things, and people will be like, "Wow, look what happened to to Jackie!" Whoa. Right? I don't. That's. Oh, no. I'm like, nope, can't do that. That's it's like, like wow, look, she really did die. Yeah. Tonight. Oh my god, stop. Sorry. Yeah, I just would rather not confront my mortality on yeah. this podcast. I just Thank like. You. I feel like it'll happen when it needs to happen, and I don't need to think about it. Like it'll happen yeah. when it happens. Ignorance is uh, every day, like it's your last. Yeah. On that positive note, let's flip the switch and we're gonna talk about some hot takes. So yes. Kira, I'll let you begin with your hot takes. Well, I'm gonna talk about Blackpink. Again. So tune out if you don't want to talk about it. I don't care. Ooh, <laughs> uh, but no, I feel like I have to because Blackpink Light Up the Sky, their Netflix documentary came out this week. So kind of a big deal. Yeah. Um I watched it, I enjoyed it, but actually, because I'm such a big fan, it did not give me anything new about them, actually. So, I think I've decided, if you're, like, super unfamiliar with Blackpink, it's a really good, like, introduction, so that you can kind of understand, like, how they were formed, how they work together well, but I don't think it gave, like, their personalities or their performances as well as, like, they do their own um, 
like vlog type reality show on mm-hmm. YouTube, Blackpink House and 24365 with Blackpink, uh, Blackpink Diaries, those three. Those are like a lot better if you like really want to get into Blackpink. But you're very into Blackpink because you're just listening to girl. Wow. Um, yeah, I'm a fan. Um, but big deal that it's on Netflix, so. Exciting. Exciting. stars they Maybe are. Maybe I'll take a watch because I really don't know anything about them. I it's don't either. It's only an hour and a half. Okay. It's like, we're like an hour and 20. It was really quick. Um, yeah, I just feel like it's hard for me to tell because I'm like, I feel like, I don't know if you would watch it and be like, wow, amazing. Yeah. Or if you would just be like, oh, okay, like, I understand what they are a little better now. Mm-hmm. I feel like Blackpink House was, like, like, because I think that they're really funny. Like, if I didn't like their personalities as much, I probably wouldn't have, like, invested so much into them. And the documentary didn't really capture that. But still, big deal, taking over the world. Well, thank (laughs) you for our weekly update on Blackpink. I'm really enjoying this so far. Can't wait to hear what you bring us next week. You've really brought them up, like, three or four weeks ago. I didn't last week, though. Oh, you didn't? Okay. Purposely, okay. because I knew that the documentary was coming out. And I was <laughs> you like, I don't want to save it. <laughs> Kira's a oh, fan, boy. in case you couldn't tell. Yeah. Well, uh, Jen, do you have any hot takes as well? I do. I have two hot takes. One is that Ariana Grande is supposedly dropping an album very, very soon on her website. They Ooh. have positions. I don't know if that's a single. I don't know if that's the name of the album. But there are two countdowns. One is four days from Sunday when we're recording this. The other one is 11 days. So I'm thinking a single is going to drop in four days and then the album's going to drop in 11 days. So totally out of the blue, shocked us all. Um, she basically just tweeted, can't wait to drop my album this month. And everybody went to a frenzy, Whoa. including me. So I'm very excited. I love Ariana Grande. I think she's so awesome, so talented, so... Also, not to interrupt, but on Ariana Grande and Blackpink, I found out <laughs> Ariana Grande wrote Blackpink's Ice Cream that they sing with Selena Gomez, oh. which I was like, no wonder it's such a catchy song. Ariana <laughs> wrote it. Dang. Yes, girl. We love that. Um, yeah, I'm just excited for this album. I love her. So excited. We'll probably talk about this in a week. Sorry, I'm going to put that out. <laughs> no. Oh, God. We kept my safety kit in. Yeah. That's true. But your safety kit thing was really funny. <laughs> that was just painful. I'm sorry. It won't happen again. Ariana Grande. Well, that is exciting. <laughs> Latte. It's crazy how... Soy milk. <laughs> it's crazy how little marketing they need, like, it's, is needed now. At this to, point. To yeah. drop an album. Like, like when if you you're think a fan, about... you're going to download or yeah. like on Spotify, whatever. Yeah. Um, I mean, same thing with Taylor Swift. She basically announced it the day before and I'm pretty sure her album did just fine. So, yeah. I almost think like the instant drop does even better. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We might have talked about this with Taylor Swift, but it's like, cause then everyone's talking about like, whoa, did you see what they just did? Yeah. Yeah. It's free marketing. Yeah. No, absolutely. It's very exciting. Ah, uh, yay. I love new music. Um, my other hot take was that Bachelorette is back in case you didn't know we talked about it last week and Jackie has been live tweeting on Tuesdays so be sure to check us out at her take pod on Twitter Um, but yeah really not that much to talk about I felt the premiere was kind of your standard premiere they obviously spent a lot of time talking about the COVID stuff and and yeah I 
I would just say that it's super obvious that Claire is all in on Dale, which is, I mean, spoiler alert, she ends up with Dale and then leaves and Tasha comes in. So she literally said after meeting him, I think I just met my husband, which I don't know if that has ever happened in Bachelor or Bachelorette history. I just don't understand how you can say that. Like, it's just after just meeting someone. I don't know. I think yeah. it was so, I thought it was so bizarre. My um, impression is either they talked before coming yeah, on the show. I guess so. Or she is just like played him up in her head so much because he is very good looking. Um, mm. Yeah. They definitely have like an undeniable chemistry. So I'm interested kind of to see it play out. But also I would just rather like skip to Tasha because we know how this is going to end. So like I'm not invested in these other guys at all. So we'll see. But anyway, that's uh that's really it for this week. Yeah. I thought I thought it was I mean, I did think that they harped a little bit about COVID and everything a bit much, but I mean I guess they needed to fill the episode because Claire is gonna have like three episodes, I guess, this season. Like I'm not mm-hmm. even sure. Um I uh I did think it was interesting because she like talked to one of the guys and she was like, So you broke the rules and you and you reached out to me, but it was actually really sweet, but it wasn't Dale. Yeah, and so it was she one of the other they guys. made a point to be like, Oh, you broke the rules and, and we and we talked and we weren't supposed to and I'm like, So are you just trying to imply that you didn't talk to Dale at all? And then you just met this guy and you're gonna like toss the whole show out the window for a guy that you're going to know, like, I mean, even though the whole premise of the show is like getting engaged to someone that you've known for a few weeks, but like, this is even more extreme. Yeah. Um, so I'm kind of curious after once the show, or at least their portion of the show ends, if they finally admit like, yeah, we were talking, I'm kind of curious to see. Yeah. Um, cause if they did, then I think it makes everything more understandable. If they didn't, then I'm even more flabbergasted by like the whole outcome. Yeah. So, <laughs> I, I, don't know. I completely agree. I mean, they're definitely going to be asked that question once they do the press stuff. But yeah, I wonder if they're engaged. Yeah, I was going to say, I wonder if they're still together. That's a good question. I feel like I feel like they might be. I hope so. I mean, like I'm rooting for them. Yeah, but I, I it's just hard to be invested in like her talking to other guys when we kind of know how it's going to end, and it's so yeah. obvious that she's right, right into Dale. So we shall see. I will yeah. say though, I am shocked at the amount of footage that they have that they showed in like the season. Uh, you know, the season highlights at the end yeah. of the first episode. It does seem like it goes farther than we think, but I'm not, I really have no idea. I have no gauge for how long this is actually going to last. Yeah. Probably with the drama too. Like that's a lot of footage. Yeah. With her leaving. Yeah. And whatnot. That's a good point actually. Like that'll probably be like two episodes because knowing them. Right. They're going to milk it. Like anytime yeah. something like shocking happens, they really juice it. Mm-hmm. Milk it. Juice it. Milk it. Juice it, milk it, drink it, <laughs> sip it, like it, love it, lick it. Wow. Singer slash songwriter. Yeah, here, yes. here in the house, Kiki Murphs. Um, <laughs> well, my hot take this week was I just like had to talk about this because I'm just so... I don't know how I feel. I know how I feel, but I just... Bon Appetit is back on YouTube and they're like... They're trying to pretend like the last four months didn't happen. And they're like, look at all these brown people that we have. Like, literally, it was like only brown people in the video, their first new video. And uh, and so, like, 
we've we've recapped this a lot but what happened this week was molly boz who was one of the test kitchen stars announced that she was completely leaving bon appetit so not even working with conde nas or bon appetit with like any kind of recipe development she's out so the only original people that we have left are Brad Leone, Andy Baragani, and Chris Morocco. Funny how it's like three men, but anyway. Carla. Carla, but I don't think she's doing any videos. I think she's left. No, right, right. She's not doing So, videos, yeah. So, Carla still is still at Bon Appetit, but is done with Condé Nast Entertainment that runs the YouTube channel. So, the only people we'll see on camera are those three guys, which I think it's kind of funny that it's all men. Um, even though, well, Rick Martinez is like just totally out, but... I feel like Rick is, like, in that original group that, like, wasn't getting paid. Um, So, and now Bon Appetit. They dropped three videos this week. So they dropped the one video that's called Why We Joined Bon Appetit. Um, And then they just started dropping recipe videos. And it's just so, I think it's, like, so bizarre. Um, I don't know that it's going to work well. Yeah, I, I think I think they tried to basically Google, like a brush over. It, it was a brush kind of over knowledge. the video. I watched the first video. I don't plan on watching anything else because I was, it was not like we're into learning it. and growing. Right. I say with quotations. It's like they talk about why they joined Bon Appetit, but it's just as if like Bon Appetit is a brand new channel. And they're just talking about, we're so excited to be joining this company that has this vision and blah, 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 without acknowledging the whole, everything that's been going on for the past four months about them not paying people of color and like all of these issues with their hiring practices and just the culture at at Bon Appetit and Condé Nast. Um, So I think it was really, it was not, I feel like they did not, whoever thought this was a good idea, I'm just like, I don't see how you thought this was going to work. You can't just completely launch or relaunch the new channel, have new faces, have them conveniently all be brown because you know you have a diversity problem. I feel like you obviously have to introduce a more diverse group, but like you can't just be like, oh, look, all of these brown people, like we're fine now. I feel like they needed to have a video where they're like, we understand like what's going on. We understand that you're disappointed that all these people left and we fully acknowledge what's been going on. And here's what we're going to do to make it better. They just kind of, the video was just, it just didn't mention any of the, of the, of the issues. It didn't mention anything with race. It didn't mention any, it was, it was like literally like they launched a brand new channel and they have all of these new cast and they're just talking Mm -hmm. about how they're so excited to be a part of this new, whatever. It was just very disingenuous. I think very disconnected. Um, Um, And I don't, I don't buy it. I feel bad for, like, the chefs that joined. No, like, shame right. to them or shade. I just think that they went about it the wrong way. Yeah. I think if it was genuine, they would have taken more time. Yeah. Before relaunching. I would agree. Um, I think it's too soon for me to have, like, full-on thoughts about it. I'm, I feel like I kind of need to wait and see what happens, like, how it plays out to figure out uh, if they really did quote-unquote learn and grow from this experience right. you know and I'm sad about Molly but not surprised but um I just really like Molly I'm excited to see what she does next yeah that is disappointing I mean I think for her especially I wouldn't really care though if she because she wouldn't be in videos anyway and that's like where I'd want her yeah you know like I'd rather see her in a video than like 
if she's developing recipes, like, whatever. I don't... <laughs> less important to me than getting her, like, in a video. Yeah. I think... I mean, obviously, I think they're all gonna... Like, like people like Sola, people that have left Bon Appetit, like, they're already working on, like, new projects and yeah. things like that. So I think we're gonna get so much content from them. Yay. Like, Sola so already too. joined the Babish Cinematic Universe. Right. She joined Binging with Babish and has her own show there. And... I don't think she would be doing that if she wasn't getting her fair compensation and all of those things. So it's really exciting right. to see her do that. So I think from everyone, we're going to get this amazing content. So I am excited for that. But obviously, like, right. Bon Appetit continues to I know Molly and Carla are both working on cookbooks. So Yeah. Carla, Molly, and Claire. And I yeah. also think Claire, Rick I is still working Claire's on his cookbook. Done. It's ready to go. Yeah. Yeah. So... Rick has like the best Instagram. Oh my right god, he now. does. If you don't follow Rick, he's living Rick in Mexico. Martinez. And oh my god, his stories every day are just like he's been like redoing his house because he just bought a house in Mexico during this pandemic yeah. and has been like DIYing it with his like ne- neighbors and stuff. And it's just, I really enjoy his Instagram yeah. stories. It always makes me very hungry. <laughs> mm, agreed. Yeah. So. I'm excited. I'm curious to see what they do next. Bon Appetit, but I don't think that (laughs) it's going to work. Something tells me it won't work. Cautiously Um, pessimistic. Yeah, honestly. (laughs) Um, So I guess we'll see. I don't know. Um, But yeah, I think we're at that point in the program where it's time for our retakes. I have a retake. I don't know if you guys have anything that you want to add. No, thank you. I'll just mention, not necessarily a retake, but on our Instagram, we asked people what annoyed them, given last week's topic. And so one person wrote in that the the little padding that's in a bathing suit, like, is not really sewn into the bathing suit, and Mm, it always gets messed up, and it gets twisted and falls out. So that's annoying. But then I had another, well, not us, not me, the Instagram. I can't think. Mm. Um, Her take. Yes. On the Instagram, somebody also mentioned that they don't like the padding because that person doesn't have boobs. So the padding is like excessive. So oh, interesting. Pitting uh, our listeners against one each other. What do you guys think about padding and bathing suits? I personally side on the I wish it was sewn in and wouldn't get twisted. Yeah. Side. I agree. I, I wish it was sewn in. But now that I'm thinking about my bathing suits, I feel like I don't have a lot that have... I feel like I do prefer no padding, except when you get cold and then you get a Well, yeah, nipply. that's what I'm saying. It would just be like, like oh, I want the only nipple if there was no right. padding. Yeah. Like, you need it. Even if you have small poops, you have nipples, so... <laughs> like... <laughs> it just would not be hard for them to sew in the pads to the bathing suit. And I don't understand right, right. why they don't do that. Take the extra step. What are we doing here? Well, you know, I mean, I think we can talk about this. And I feel like we've talked about this with, like, fast fashion and all these things makes yeah. the quality of our purchases less. So that's probably, right. honestly, what's contributing to it. You're right. Um, you're right. Yeah. So not really a retake, but just something I wanted to talk about because that's an it's an important point. topic. And yeah, because sometimes they get all folded and you got to, like, put your hand in there and try to manipulate it. Yeah, no, that's it. definitely it's a big issue. Yeah, um, for sure. That's, I'm glad you brought that up. Um, <laughs> I wanted to just mention, I mentioned time limits on meters, but I recently saw a 30-minute time limit on a meter, which is just the most egregious act against humanity 
I can't understand a 30 minute time limit on a meter. So I have to feed the meter all the time. It's so stupid. Um, you're just asking people to get tickets, but I guess that's the point is what we've learned. Time limits shouldn't exist on meters. What a scam. Yeah. Yeah. Because if I only need to go somewhere for 15 minutes, you don't have to set that limit on the, on the meter. I'll just only put in time for the time that I need. That's ridiculous. Don't worry. Like, no, like realistically, parking. like who's going to actually park here for 14 hours? Like no one, like no one is actually going to leave their car. Like it's just as stupid. Um, that so up. yeah, that's all. Well, I think this was, yeah, this is a fun episode. I enjoyed the questions. Some of them got a Me little too. deep, but sometimes I, I think it's I good to ask now. those questions as well, because I think it makes you sort of reflect and, and think internally. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think with that, it is time to wrap up this episode. I want to thank you all so much for joining us again this week. Um, as we mentioned, you can follow us on Instagram and Twitter to see everything we post and follow our live tweet for The Bachelorette this week, which I'm very excited about. Um, so I just want to thank you guys again for listening and we will talk to you soon. Thanks for listening. Bye guys. Stay home. Stay safe. Vote. Ciao. Adios. I can say bye in Korean. <laughs> <laughs>